Hey friends, this is Kristen Fulton coming to you in the evening when it is supposed to be quiet in my house. That's not really a real thing though, so we'll just pretend I didn't even say that. I am the owner of a Fresh Perspective LLC and Blessed by Elderberries, and I am a mama to five kids, all boys, between four and nine. And I just want to say something. They talk a lot. I just need to put that out there. So if you think you have girls and they talk a lot, whew, boys talk a lot. Okay, so let's let's get on with the topic here because um, I know at any moment somebody is going to need to go to the bathroom or, you know, drink water because they're super dehydrated at night and need something to eat, need a kiss and a hug, need something, okay? So tonight I want to talk about who are you getting your advice from? Now, when I ask you this question, I want you to think about this because all of the time we go out into the world and we ask for advice. We ask for advice about our marriages. We ask for advice about our finances. We ask for advice about parenting. We ask for advice about business. We ask for advice, right? We want to know what other people are doing. We want to know how they are doing it. We want to know if it's successful. We want to know if we can do it. We want to know if it'll be successful for us, right? So there's something I really, 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 really want you to take away from this. Are you asking the right people? Are you asking people for advice in your marriage? When are you asking people who are successful in marriage? Or are you asking your single friend who's never been married? Are you asking people who have been in marriage? I don't know. Say you've been married like two years or or maybe the first year. Okay, guys, the first year of marriage is like the mountain. It's like the Mount Everest of marriage, right? So the first year is hard because you're getting to know each other. Yeah, yeah, you might have been together before, but being married, it's just something different about it, right? So you might be just getting to know each other, really. You're living with each other. You're doing all these things you might not have done before together all the time, all the time, like all the time. You eat together all the time. You drink together. You watch TV together. I mean, like drink water. You drink alcohol. It doesn't matter. Uh, you, you do all of these things all the time. They chew near you. Like, I'm telling you, it comes into the nitty gritty in the first year. You really, really, really have to make sure that you're ready to work when you get married because marriages work, right? But let's say you're, you've been married for a year, right? And you're in the nitty gritty. You're like, oh my gosh, he chews so loud, right? And it's hard to deal with. I have a son who does this. I'm always like, close your mouth when you chew, close it, close it, right? You go out with a friend who's not been married longer than a year or maybe not married at all. And you tell them, What's happening? Now, first off, I'm a big proponent of you not sharing your dirty laundry. I'm a big proponent of not sharing it on Facebook. I'm a big proponent of not sharing it in social media. I'm a big proponent of not even talking to people about it sometimes because your dirty laundry with your spouse needs to be kept there and you two need to talk and work it out. And if you need help, counselors, people who will not share your business, legally cannot share your business, are the best people to go to, right? Or your priest or your pastor, whoever, 
Uh, but do not go and put it on social media because that does not make it better. So that this is why this actually is why. Um, so big proponent on that. Now, if you go to your friend though, and you're like, look, this is what is happening. I'm having a really, really hard time. I'm finding out some things about him that are really, really getting on my nerves. And I'm just trying to work through it. And your friend who's been married a year or less, same, is going, I have the same problems. It's terrible. I don't know how to deal with it. And if they are not the real kind of friend that helps you work through your problems and gives you positive advice, but yet gives you advice that brings you down a level, that might make you less willing to go home and work on that issue. That might make you more angry. That might make you feel like you need to go home and get some things off your chest and cause an argument or a fight. Or, you know, even if that friend is not doing it out of animosity, just because sometimes as humans, we say things that are stupid. Like we just give bad advice because we don't know, especially if you ask a single person, if you ask a single person about marriage, it's like asking a person with no kids about parenting. They don't know because they've never been there. You know, I'll tell you the story about the parenting thing. I have children who are deaf, right? And so a lot of parents, when I said my son is deaf and in the beginning, uh, when I had our first son, they wanted to give me advice, but none of them had deaf children. Even the doctors, guys, even the doctors that were audiologists that have been working with deaf children their entire career, it was hard to listen to them because they did not know my child. They had never lived with a deaf child. They had never um, tried to communicate. They had never seen, or they didn't know my child as well as I did. They didn't know how to deal with that part because they're not a parent, right? So, so what I'm saying here is if you're going to ask somebody for advice, let's go back to the marriage example. If you're going to ask somebody about marriage advice, you want to ask somebody who has been married for a really long time, And somebody who has gone through it and worked through it and worked hard, you know, not the person who has said, okay, I'm going to quit and give up. I'm done with this. It was too hard. I can't deal with it. I'm not going to do it anymore. Not that person. The person who has dealt with all of the ups and downs and valleys of marriage and has stuck to it. Now, guys, I'm going to get a little deep here on this because... That's just what I'm going to do. That's where I feel led to go, really. But, you know, the thing about it is divorce happens because we're not ready to work on our marriage. We're not ready to make it hard work. We're not ready to give it all our all of our all of our heart. Right. We get married with one foot out the door. We get married knowing there is an escape clause. We get married knowing Oh, it's just a piece of paper. I can just tear it up at any time and go back. Now in this society, in this day, that has been given to us as truth. When in reality, if you are marrying somebody, giving them your heart, your soul, your time, your person, giving them all of you, if you are marrying that person, then it involves work. It involves a lot of work. Look, if you're listening to me and you're like, man, I'm getting married. I didn't know it involved work. It does. And I'm not scaring you. I'm not trying to scare you from getting married. Get married. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. There is a beautiful side of it. But with any good thing, 
comes hard times, comes work, comes levels, comes time where you need to level up and you need to continue forward and you have to fight for that. And you have to be willing to fight for that. And you can't give yourself an escape clause. You can't do that. So when you ask for advice, don't ask for people in your circle. Don't ask for it from people in your circle who don't have experience, right? Same thing goes in business. Look, if you're starting a business and you ask a person that's never been in business, you know what's going to, you know what they're going to tell you? They're going to say, man, that looks hard. I bet that's hard. That's going to be a lot of work. You're going to have to work a lot of hours. You're going to have to do things that you might not normally do. I don't think I could do that. Are you sure you want to do that? What do you think about this? I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. I'm not sure I see a future in that. They don't know. They don't have a business. I might be talking a little loud because I'm a little passionate about this, guys. They really, they don't know. Business is a different beast. You have to be willing to change and go with the flow. You have to be willing to learn. You have to be willing to look from all angles. And with business, guys, and with anything, really, this is even marriage, you have to be willing to look at the end game. You can't be looking at the here and now all the time because the here and now, it's just a little bit of it. The here and now is a lot of work, but man, that end game, that end game gives your family financial stability, gives you a long marriage with maybe lots of children or just lots of great things and experiences and, and uh, somebody to spend your time and life with and, and a soulmate that you love. That end game gives you happiness, gives you what you dream about. You know, most people don't see that. They don't look at the end game first. They look at the front part and they say, man, that looks like a scary beast. But, you know, recently, just recently, Marina Wari said, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. This goes with everything in your life. Parenting, wifing, husbanding. Yes, it's a verb. Just do it. Uh, Momming. Oh, I already said parenting. Sorry businessing, being an entrepreneur, just everything, building a house. I don't know. Look around. What looks really hard right now in your life? And you think, gosh, I want to do that, but that's such a big thing. And then you ask for advice. You think I should do this? Like the one thing that gets me, oh my gosh, this gets me so bad. The one thing that gets me is when I see posts from people that say, I'm thinking about doing this. Would anybody be interested if I did? Nope. 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 Unless you have a circle that you have already developed that supports you, that builds you into a better person. Mom, you might've heard my circle of friends podcast that pushes you to be better. Unless you have that, people are not going to say, yep, me, yep, me, yep, 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 me. It's not going to happen. And then you're going to be what? Discouraged? And you're not going to do it. I see that all the time. It's so, so hard to watch because all I can think is if this is important to you, it does not matter what these people say because they don't have the vision. They don't have the dream. They don't have the drive or the goals or the ambition. And yours just went out the window because you asked for advice from people who are not on that same kind of path. What? That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Like, seriously, sad. 
Don't let it happen to you. Don't be that person. Go back to my Circle of Friends podcast. Think about finding people who push you to be a better person. Think about finding people in business who have done the things that you want to do and ask them questions. Ask them what you should do. Ask them how you should do it. Ask them what they did. Watch what they are still doing. Take advice from them. But listen, when they give you advice, don't poo-poo it. Don't be, don't be so closed off to what they have to say that you say, no, no, that doesn't sound like I can do that. Do it. Do it. Look, one of my favorite people right now, one of my favorite mentors, her name is Boss Lee, Jessie Lee. She's an amazing woman. And she took training from Eric Worre, whom I am going to be training with um, soon. Um, She took training from him and she did every single thing he said. And do you know she makes over a million dollars a month? Do you know that? She makes over a million dollars a month. The craziest thing. It's amazing. It can happen. You can be that 1%. You can have goals. You can have dreams. You can come with me. We can do it together. But not if you ask your broke cousin what he thinks about you doing this. Not if you ask your best friend or your other friend or your brother-in-law or your sister-in-law or your mother-in-law if you should do it. And they say, no, no, no. That's only for 1% of the population to be successful and you should not do that. What? What? Who gives them the right? Don't ask them. You give them the right because you asked them. You give them the right to voice their opinion because you asked them. Don't do it. Don't ask them. doesn't matter. Unless they're on the same path and unless they're pushing you to be a better person, don't ask them. Okay? Don't. Take the time to find the people who do what you want to do and who have been successful at it. That can be parenting. That can be marriaging. That can be entrepreneuring. Yes, these are all verbs. I'm making up all these words or maybe they've already been made up. I don't know. Look, if you want to go and swim with the dolphins, you don't just go jump in the water. You don't know what's in there could be sharks could not be any dolphins in that water at all maybe they don't live there could be jellyfish could be a bunch of boats you don't do that you ask somebody that has swam with the dolphins before to take you out to show you where they swim to show you how to do it to help you understand how they act and to help you be successful in the ocean and this is the exact same thing Do not ask for advice from people who are not going where you are going and who are not going to build you up or give you constructive criticism or help you on your journey. Do not ask for advice from those people. Find the ones who have been successful. Find the ones who have given the waters, swam the waters. Find the ones who know where the dolphins swim, find the ones who know how to get there and do what they do. It is okay to be a copycat. As long as you copy the right cat, don't copy all these other people out here sitting around laying on the couch, doing nothing, feeling bad for themselves. And then when somebody comes to them and says, I'm going to go and be a millionaire or I'm going to go and have a successful whatever, or I'm really working on my marriage. 
and they do nothing but bring you down. They do nothing but try to make you feel like it's a bad thing. Look, when I talk about marriage, guys, and I talk about divorce, and I talk about people giving up, and I talk about the escape clause, it's obvious that I'm not talking about the deep stuff. There's deep stuff in marriage, right? There's deep stuff in marriage that can cause it to break away, that can cause people to, to need to be saved from it. And I will never, ever disparage somebody who needs to be saved from somebody. But if you run into something with an escape clause, you're going to run right back out of it when things get rough. Especially if you ask for advice from the wrong people. Y'all have a great night.